Listener Production. Well, Han, this is our remembering project. Yep, where a random day of the year is selected and we look up the run sheets from all our shows from across the years to find any we did on that day. Over 20 years, that's about 2,500 shows and roughly 26,000 talk breaks. Today, we pick one. One talk break only and try to remember what happened based on what was written down on the run sheet from that day. As always, we've got podcast Mike with us here for any technical stuff. Hello. Mike, what date was randomly chosen today? It's the 19th of October. Radio, that's Andy's go. Here's Mike to take care of the sponsor stuff and we'll be right back to hear what year Andy chose to remember that day. This is Hamish and Andy's Remembering Project. Thick, thick show. Uh, yeah. October 19, popular day for the Hamish and Andy show. We're right in the thick of the year. We come back refreshed from the September yeah. holidays. It's too early in the year to go on the Christmas break. <laughs> so you're required to be on air. We don't know whether we did a show in 2006. We're still looking for that archive. Who knows? We haven't Who had a single piece on yet, have we, from 2006? I think we're just going to leave it I for this round. If yeah. we ever come back to doing this again, yep. um, we'll have 2006, maybe 5-4. Oh, I'm actually, I'm not, I'm, I'm interested to listen to stuff from back then, but I have by no means do I think it would be of any quality. Because, <laughs> I mean, you, it's a 50-50 for us listening mm. to this. Like, I kind of go 50% of me... Thinks there's a chance that I go, okay, that's something that went to wear that I'm proud of yep. from back in the day. And then there's times you're like... Then there's times uh, you go, oh, that's not good. Yep. But it's still interesting to hear academically <laughs> to go, oh, isn't that interesting? I don't remember that at all, and but I'm, I clearly did I, it. And I'm glad I don't. <laughs> I know why I haven't remembered it, but I clearly did it and I was there on that day and it's nice to go back to it. Shows in 07, 09, 10, 12, 15, 16, Here 17. Here we go. Um, what do you picked? What hasn't made the cut? We had an argument in our Cool Boys band. That could be any day of all Jeez, of 20, 2017. And so the whole journey of us forming that band was mm. just to argue with each other. Bouncing around a bit, 2009, we had Chopper Reed on and got Richard Reed on with him. Did we? So Richard Reed is the flamboyant uh, celebrity gossip. He's very high energy, yeah. over the top. And just morning show, morning, morning kind of breakfast uh, TV show type guy. Basically just adds high voltage mm. energy to low voltage gossip yep. to try and, I guess, lift it into some semblance of interest. He did a magnificent job. He did, he and always has. He always, and he's a, like, one, Richard Reed's one of those guys where you like, he is happy to just do the work. Like yep. he's out there. He never seems bored yep. of it. Yep. Now maybe I'm, that's me bringing my own personal baggage to how I would feel if I had to be the celebrity <laughs> gossip reporter. But he's just like, he's just always he's out there. He's hustling and he's getting stuff. And I thought with Richard Reed, his best move is, oh well, well let me tell you. Yeah. Every answer starts like that and you're like, oh, geez, yeah, he's, got he's, got yeah, he's got something. He's got something here. Someone's, <laughs> someone's gone off the record with Richard on something here. Um, but we're not going to listen back to Chopper Reed, uh, famous murderer. We had uh, Chopper Reed <laughs> on a lot for a murderer. Yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> he's be... probably the murderer with the most appearances. Unless there's something you're not telling us, Mike. <laughs> Chopper Reed's probably the murderer with the most appearances yeah. on the show. It seems weird that we had him on yeah. so often. Um, I've, I've seen his name in the run sheets a few times. Yeah. I mean, very famously, he sort of did a he did a bit with my grandma, Moosey. Yes, which she, hopefully that day comes up. I'd yeah, love to listen to that day. step up to him and go. And she basically told him he was had rocks for brains yeah. and we... She wasn't a fan of his. And, we good, were in, and, and a wise... A wise move from Moosey, perhaps yeah. going, why does my grandson get getting this murderer on the show? <laughs> <laughs> but I remember, though, at the time 
thinking it was funny, but also just in the back of my heart, my mind going, hey, Moosey, can you stop offending the murderer? Yeah. Um, Might just put an unmarked car outside <laughs> Moosey's house for a few nights to make sure everything's okay. Yeah. Um, 2010, Johnny Knoxville is on. It wasn't for Jackass, was it? Might have been for. It wasn't for Dukes of Hazard. It was something else. No, no, no. Dukes of Hazard was, you know, 2004 or something. Yeah, yeah. But, but it might have been Bad Grandpa days. I feel like something it wasn't in, even. something a, in between that. Yeah, I feel like it was him trying to be a dramatic comedy actor rather than the hidden camera stuff, but I can't remember. No, I reckon there was one junket they did, which was like the third Jackass film or something. Right. There was a cash grab. Right. Oh, there was like a jackass reloaded or re-edited or something. Okay. I mean, I fully say that, fully aware of what we're doing right now. (laughs) (laughs) But it was something like that. It was like a 10th anniversary or something. In 2012, we're broadcasting from Darwin, having just finished filming the the Australian caravan of Courage Leg of Australia versus New Zealand. That would have been our last show of the trip. Yep. I remember that day extremely clearly because we, the the Australian caravans of Courage, Mm. you know, the first one we had left to right, we went across the Nullarbor. So the the second one, we really were off the grid for like 10 days. Yeah. And we we were just basically in the desert. Yeah. Mm. We were in the desert for 10 days and we came out of that like dirty, wild, Mm. unshowered, just a bit feral. Yep. We came out of the desert and we got to Darwin and we were like this, it was like we're in New York. We just couldn't believe. We are like this is huge. There's options for shops to go to, and this showers, is, pools. And this is the third time we'd done Australia because this was when we were broadcasting, I assume a Friday, yep. because we had to broadcast live having done, we went from the top of Queensland down and did a shoehorn, uh, a horseshoe, um, when we filmed the Australian oh, yeah, Caravan right. of Courage. Oh, so it was that. This, this is, yeah, 2012 Australia versus so New that. Zealand. We've come back from, from England, yep, having done yep, gap yep. year there. Sorry. And then did, did uh, Australia versus uh, New the Zealand. The day I remember the clearest was when we, we got the second Caravan of Courage. We went bottom to top yep. just in the caravan and we got out of the desert and we were just filthy. Yeah. Yeah. So gross. So <laughs> gross. And then we went to a car wash. Yeah. We were like, okay, we'll get the, you know, we had to like get the kit cleaned. And um, me and Hado who was filming with us, mm. who was my housemate at the time, was also shooting stuff for us. It was a bikini cut wash and we... Enjoyed that. Well, no, we didn't know what was going on. <laughs> <laughs> we were terrified. <laughs> Fantastic. Um, did you choose the cut wash? <laughs> we honestly pulled in there. We were like, okay, great. We needed to get the... I don't know. We needed to get the car clean for some yeah. reason. Why I wasn't we, I there? I think he is. Sorry. <laughs> the one day I don't drive and I don't get to see the... Okay. Hey, 2015 is where I want to jump to now. Not We're going to small little grab we're going to play. Because this is what I find interesting about doing radio and ideas is you're really grateful for sponsors. Some are sticky yeah. and some aren't. Yes. But we had the race that slows down the nation. Oh, great. This wasn't the day but it was coming up. People don't know. We, had, uh, uh, we got a track in Wedderburn which was yeah. central Victoria and we tried to put on the greatest horse suit race yeah. of all time. I think we succeeded. You know, several thousand people came to oh, watch yeah. people in horse suits run a lap. Uh, of a greyhound track. Of a greyhound track. <laughs> it, it, but it, we, I remember the reason we called it the race that slows down the nation because it was the Monday before the Melbourne Cup. Yep. So it was like this is the, where you're applying the brakes. Yes. The nation hasn't stopped, yeah. but there's, you're decelerating the nation. In 2015, we announced the official drink... Of the cup. Can you remember 
What sponsor came on for the official drink? I certainly didn't. I I want to say, first of all, they were great. Yep. Because <laughs> I do remember them being terrific. It was amazing. I know it wasn't Maduri. No. That was a different part of our life. Mm. Same with Riccadonna. Riccadonna was another <laughs> alcoholic um, partner that we had along along the way that was good fun. We had Thirsty Camel always as a as a general store. We're always just like, whatever you guys want to do, mm. the camels gotcha. We had uh, Bailey's a, on for the oh um, Bailey's for for us. They were a, a little trickier to work for, with for a sports thing we were doing. No, it wasn't a sports thing. That's yeah. the, that's what they were upset about. Right. It, what, there was no reason for us to call Bailey Australia's number one sports drink. <laughs> <laughs> that just became a funny thing that we thought. <laughs> It was funny to say to each other to go, if you've been for a run, come home, slam a litre of Bailey's, like take it out, put it in your bike water bottle, get take it out on a ride. It's Australia's number one sports drink, Bailey's. And we just thought it was so funny to keep saying it. And then they were like, this is terrible. We, this is, we don't want this at all. And we were like, but we're saying it heaps. Like we're saying that. They're like, yeah, but yeah. it's the wrong product. They didn't like it. They didn't like it. And probably rightly so in hindsight, but geez, it was good fun. We had to do an official apology, I think, didn't we? We did have to do <laughs> yeah. an official apology to Bailey's. Mm. Um, and then I think it was very hard to make the official apology not a joke. A joke. Yeah. Like to go, you know, Bailey's not Australia's number one. <laughs> <laughs> Australia's number one sipping, but then they had a really, they had a really specific thing they wanted us to say. Didn't yes, they, we had to read like, it because we were doing a party. Actually, it was an at-home party. Yeah, it was something yeah. like have a have a you know have Australia's a, favorite sipper or yeah, something. Yeah, you know, like, but have a sip of have a sip. Sports night. drink was better. Sports drink <laughs> <laughs> certainly rolled off the tongue better. I reckon it was a cider, Mike. Do you remember? You weren't even on the show, but do you remember? This, this I do proof, remember. This proves that advertising works. Yeah. This is good, Mike. I remember because before I worked on your show, I worked at Dan Murphy's and the representative from this company came in and I was asking her about you guys. Really? Yeah. What was it then? Can I say it? It was Brown Brothers. Yes, it was. And it was a, I think it oh, was, was some kind sparkling. of pink cider. It was cider. Yeah. sparkling, because Brown Brothers do no, wine. It was a cider that tasted like sparkling. I think that was the angle for it. You're spot on. Let's have a it was. Yeah, because they were like making the leap into cans or whatever. The 19th of October, 2015. We said that we'd give all the horses some free drinks. That was the goal. That was unsponsored until now. Thank you so much. At least over the weekend, not only were people, we were finalising horses, mm. but we were sifting through mm. what can only be described mm. as one application <laughs> to be the drink sponsor. But what an application. What an application. It was. Brown Brothers Grape Tree Ham, that inspired by cider grown on vines. They Delicious drink. are going to be the drink of the carnival. The official drink, drink. Of, the, <laughs> of the race that slows down the nation. The National Cup. I'll <laughs> be wrapped with that, Jack. <laughs> Not only are you the official drink, you get I think the sound effect they used to use on Hey Hey on Saturday when someone had won the funny photos contest. <laughs> so a huge week for them and a huge week for us. Brown brothers can't believe it. <laughs> I didn't remember Jack doing that. <laughs> it was the kind of stuff that Jack would do from time to time, like late, too loud, no, not the right sound effect. He was, he was it's never, a sound effect classically for a competition winner. And he was never engaged. So today, that would have been a day where he was trying. 
Yeah. Like, that, they, I, so, I, so he's he, like going, I'll go to the sound effect. Hang on, I'm listening to this. And, and I'm, I'm going to I'm 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 show these guys. I'm, I'm, I could be one of those guys that presses the buttons and, you know, creates a wall of sound behind what they're talking. Okay, so that's... Okay, thank you, Jack. <laughs> and I reckon great. it's that kind of thing, that kind of interaction with Jack that, have, that made him go, well, what's the point? I'm not trying. I'm not trying. And then he's, and then he's, and then he's. Now he's he's the Jack we know. Now he's the Jack we know. We know know and love, I suppose. Oh, we know and love. And now he just sits going, oh, well, what's the point? We know know and like. There's 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 the guy we know and like. That we know. (laughs) I love him as a person, but sometimes he skills behind the thing. I don't love them. The, um, that's great. Yeah, grape tree. I, I'd grape forgotten tree. A, a, Tell you what, though, we cider made from grapes. I think was their thing, and we did. We did love it. Actually, we, we it was we, amazing, and we drank a lot of it because the the horse. The reason we're saying the horses. We're saying the horses is they're humans. <laughs> they're, they're people in horse suits, men and women in horse suits. That's what we're saying. We need to get a drink for the horses, and I remember the day was pretty hot, mm. and the horses themselves had a VIP tent yep. section and some bales of hay. So like the stables <laughs> and so just people walking around in half horse suits drinking <laughs> drinking that. Great friend. Brother stuff. Chilled, delicious. That not Bailey's. No. Hey, that brings else. us to um, two thousand and seven. And there was something written down that I was like, oh my gosh, I remember this. And I remembered it being how weird live radio can get. Mm. It says the guy that left a note on Haim's girlfriend's car. So and I'm talking about a romantic note. Oh, yeah, I remember this. And, Mike, this started something for us that went over two days. So I've broken the rules slightly. It started on a Friday. We pick it up on a Monday and I've grabbed a little bit from either side. Yeah, but yeah. it's fascinating. I haven't heard it back, but the story, the way I remember it, is fascinating. Mike, jump into the sponsorship stuff mm-hmm. and we'll yeah. grab it after this. Great, Mike, and that's we're really happy with that sponsor. Girl. You, uh, that, even though we even though we mentioned a lot of other brands, that that's who we want to stick. Yeah, the rest is yep. take my leave. Cannon fodder. <laughs> <laughs> so, Haim, I think your girlfriend at the time, Anna, had a note left yep. on her car. I do remember this. This was, I think, it was at the front of my house. It was, it was, yeah. And I think we had the idea to call him, like pretending to be a girl, to see what his move what moves was. And after, or we read. I don't want to give away the ending here, but I also remember whether it was this or some other story finding out that he was a bit of a serial note leaver. That's exactly it. That's how I remember about it. So it was a fascinating move. I think it gave us a glimpse into going, oh, here we go. This is a guy's move. Yeah. He just like leaves this because it sounded generic. Yes. Like it was his normal template for leaving a note. From memory, Haim read the note and we had a flood of females ringing the station. I've got that note. Going, I've got that exact same note. So we found out that this person had been doing it all over town. What I've got for you is from Monday, which was where we recap everything. I haven't heard listen back to it, yeah. but I think this will take us through exactly how it all played out. I'm hopeful of it right. anyway. The 19th of October 2007. The whole case began with a note. What does the note actually read? Well, ladies and gentlemen, I've refound the note. The note actually reads, Hello, how are you? Walked by you in the car park and think you're a very attractive lady and would like to take you out for a drink. 
question mark. And then it says Josh, and it gives his number. He's got the handwriting of a seven-year-old that's just got their pen license. <laughs> it's cursive. It's got speed loops. Yeah. And uh, and his grammar's bad. So, <laughs> suck on that, Josh. <laughs> So we tried to entrap him, with Andy pretending to be a girl. You left a, a note on my car, like, ages ago? Mm-hmm. Um, saying that you thought that I was quite attractive? And would I like to go for a drink? No, I think you got it all mixed up. It says Josh and your phone number here? Got- nah, look, someone's playing. Someone's put my number down there, um, because I certainly wouldn't do that. Dead end. But we smelt rats, and we're running out of leads, so we had to blow our cover and talk to Rick himself. Do you have any idea what this would be about, Rick? I have no idea. Rick, are you sure you're not Josh? It's okay if you are. (laughs) (laughs) Is Rick, back in his single days, did Rick used to put his name down as Josh, write numbers on girls' windscreens, and, (laughs) and, and use that as your cover story? No, that's not what I do. Really, Rick? Because your girlfriend's testimony says something completely different. Hello? Jane Janeor, this is a scandal that has captured Australia's minds. Yeah. Did Rick meet you by leaving a note on your windscreen? Oh, yes. <laughs> and your brother's eyewitness report didn't help you out much either. Robbie, you are Rick's brother. That's correct. Robbie, this is big. Is this the kind of thing that Rick would do? He certainly does. He's done it on, on many, many, many an occasion. So he is a note leaver. He is. But he lied to us. He said he didn't leave notes. Uh, well, that was... I mean, he did it quite a bit, but since he's met Gaynor, he hasn't done it. Rick, it sounds to me like your mouth's writing checks, but your ass has got insufficient funds to catch them, hombre. It's Spanish. We gave Rick one last chance to confess. Do you want this to go to a handwriting test or would you like to submit a guilty plea right now? I want to be put to, to something I didn't do. So, so it's you a handwriting still think, test? You still say that you're not Josh? No. You leave us no choice, Rick, if that is your real name. So stay tuned as the results of the handwriting analysis are next and we take you inside... The mind of a note lever. The envelope's being passed over to Hamish. Here we go. He opens it up. God, this is exciting. It's a difficult envelope to open, actually. Rick sits on the line waiting. There's the original note. The original note's inside. Hame, the next note, the handwriting submitted. Hang on a sec. (laughs) What? Hang on a sec. Before I even read the scientist's note, this is the... This is the the handwriting sample from Rick. Do you want to hear it? Yeah. It's a letter to us. Well, that's not fair. God, this is like great. This is like the great, the amazing race. Hamish and Andy. Well, boys, I confess it was me (laughs) who left the note on the car over six months ago. May I remind you, my beautiful girlfriend of six months, Gaynor, and I did not have a note on her when we met at the Pink concert. It was love at first sight. I love Gaynor dearly, so it's good to say, so all is good. Say sorry to Sarah, who was the girl that you pretended to be. Yes. From me, he admits he did leave the note. Rick is Josh. Rick, Rick are you there? <laughs> yes. I'm oh, here. Rick, you were Josh, weren't you? So, <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, yes. 
Yeah. Justice is served. Yes, great well, confession. And so, oh, you've, I can't believe you've confessed yet, and that's why. What I'm does the just, scientist say? I'm just reading the note from the scientist. It should, <laughs> the scientist says it should be evident from the sample provided <laughs> that Rick is Josh. Oh, so Rick, we've wasted got, a professor's time. It doesn't matter. I've got, I've got goosebumps, Rick. Well, well I mean, Rick. Now, yes. so you admit you are an, you're a note leaver. No, I'm not a note. That was a long, long time ago. That's and fine. I left. Rick, yeah. how many did you leave? Three. Those other girls, I have no idea. I mean, I'm not even going to go there. Rick, they had the same phone number. (laughs) Uh, Look. Rick, (laughs) let me ask you this. In the note you left on my girlfriend's windscreen, and great, excellent taste in girls, by the way. She's terrific. You you called yourself Josh. In other notes, other pieces of evidence tended to the show, notes that you've admitted to writing, you called yourself other things. Corey, one time. Why do you use a different name? in case some angry boyfriend rang up wanting to rip my head off. That's a good reason. Look <laughs> oh, the secrets. Behold the secrets of the so note lever. You'd be unlucky if a boyfriend rang up. I mean, because to be honest, yeah, you're Rick. just doing an innocent thing. In fact, it should be a compliment to the boyfriend, Ham. I know you're a little snitchy. No, I, look, Rick, I, I saw the note and uh, we didn't want to rip your head off. Initially when we called, we were, we were just going to see if this if this method worked. I mean, how are you to know that the girl's taken? H- has it worked, Rick? I mean, in the in the letters that you have left in the past, how many? Oh, I've only left three. So. Okay, three, three that you're admitting to. Three that you admitted to. How many callbacks have you got in the three that you've, you've you admitted to? Struck out every time. Well, we called back, <laughs> but yes, it wasn't. It wasn't. So you struck it every time. So it hasn't. You've never landed a date at all from a, from a letter of the the ones that you're admitting to. And no, no. Even though we did have a girl ring up and say that she went out on a date with you, but it didn't work out. No. What if we got you two in a room? Would she be <laughs> able we can't to open pick this up again. Out of the lineup, Rick. <laughs> we can't open this Rick, up again. Just admit. <laughs> Are you sure you didn't go on a date with the girl? No. I. I. Uh, Is there a lineup? No. I. Uh, there was one girl. You did go out on a date. We did go out, but uh, <laughs> that was uh, long ago. That was a long time ago. And that yeah, was a home we, run. Which is which it was is, a home run. run. Yeah. Now there's four that you're admitting to, which is fine. No, no. Oh, that was I one of that. that was three. One of the three. Okay. So, but you, I put words in my mouth. Okay, Rick. But you said you'd struck out on all of them, and, and then, then you said you got a home run. <laughs> now I'm not familiar with baseball, but I know you can't get a home run without actually connecting bat to ball. <laughs> Rick, uh, we, we we don't want to incriminate you any further, and we know it's all above board. Yeah. You're in a beautiful relationship now, and we should say we're going to send you a lovely restaurant called Fog. You and uh, Gaynor, your uh, your partner, just beautiful to say partner. thank you because I'm sure. It almost got you in a bit of hot water, the whole revelation of you being a note lever. But now that this is all done, if, if God forbid, you were, you were ever a single man again, would you go back to note leaving? No, I won't be uh, single. Yeah, you won't be single again. Well, that's exciting. No. Thank you so much, mate, for the last few days of being part of the Hamish Nanny Show. It has been truly amazing. Rick, just before, no you, just before you go. Yes. How many did you really do? <laughs> Three. Three. He's stuck by it. We're not no, opening no, it up again. 300. It's a, it, 300. <laughs> no. Okay, Thank Rick, so much, the Rick. witness is dismissed. You are free to go from the court. Thank you. Unbelievable, Ham. What a, what a show. And, and Rick, what a champion for playing along with this. Look, um, he definitely left more than three. <laughs> In my... Expert novice opinion. I would put the figure at about 25. (laughs) (laughs) Why was I so intent on pinning this guy to the wall? I mean...
He'd done a very nice thing coming on the show. Yeah. Definitely one of those ones you listen back and, and personally I'm going, hey, let him go. Let him he's go, just, yeah. It's one of those. It's he's, he's, talked, he's talked about it. He's obviously confessed to the level he wants to confess to. Yeah. You're not, you don't actually work for the police. Are you? Not, like, <laughs> I'm acting like I'm trying to get a conviction because I'm, I'm running for district attorney next year and like this is going to change my life. It's strange listening because we know this guy's lying. Mm. And and so you want you want him to confess. You're that, sort of going for the people listening to this going, but how come he won't go the whole way here? Because yeah. his story does keep changing. You sort of, I guess, you feel like you're doing it for them. But, but it certainly does feel at times like we're putting a bully, we're putting the pressure well, on him. Really, and, and you go got, got the arm against the throat, going confess, <laughs> confess. We know you did it, which is which can make me feel uncomfortable a little bit. But what is what else? Also hilarious is you think you can undo all that by sending someone to a restaurant. <laughs> I mean, that really dates it. I reckon we were Melbourne only there as yep. well because that restaurant Fog was in Greville Street in Paran. Don't know if it, I don't think it's still there. No, I mean, not a precinct I've been to for um, not that street. I haven't been to for a while, mm. but I don't think Fog's still there. But I remember our boss used to be quite keen on yes, dropping a few get fogs. some Fog mentions <laughs> <Yeah>. out. <laughs> I think we did a few. Yeah. I think we had a few station. I think I'm dinners gonna, it's 2007, there. so it would have been national. Wouldn't have mattered. Let's just uh, let's just make sure Fog gets a mention. Well, it was like I mean, we might come across this in another yeah. show, but it was like every year because we broadcast that in Melbourne, but we were a national show, so we would spend a lot of our time travelling around the country, wanting to do it from other states, right? Yep. Like wanting to travel around, and be in other states because we, you know, obviously we loved every single person that listened across Australia, but predominantly we we're out of Melbourne. And then once a year, because we happen to be in that station and that environment, mm. Fox FM it's called in Melbourne, we would have to, for no re- for a reason that made no sense to Adelaide, Perth, Brizzy, mm. Northern Territory, Tasmania, we would be broadcasting from the Victorian ski fields. <laughs> because Fox <laughs> FM, that's how they got their station ski trip, and they, by doing the show they from get, Mount they, Buller. They get to take all the sales team up there. Everyone goes up, clients go up, <laughs> but the so part of the deal is, but you guys, you know, you do the show from Mount Buller and it's good for Mount Buller and it's good for Fox FM. We, you're right. Not, not, no, not a single employee turned to us and went, hey, thanks very much for getting us the like, ski trip. Like, because we'd be like, but someone driving home yeah. to Cottesloe yeah. in the afternoon, what, how does this make any sense for them? Like, <laughs> oh, like 3,000 kilometres to my right, the guys are at the Mount Buller. <laughs> like, this doesn't have anything to do with Perth. <laughs> so true. Great remembering. Listener.